Born Into This. That is the name of today's little Wii transmission, Born Into This. And some of you may be familiar with that title. It's the title of a Charles Bukowski poem. I thought it was very apropos, given the topic I'm going to speak about today. And if you're not familiar with the poem, you may want to give that a wee listen. You can find it over on the YouTube. But today, I want to talk about blood. I want to talk about the blood inversion, a little bit about Xtianity and how that frames our mind, whether we're Xtian or not, because let's face it, we live in a culture that believes in these things, whether we choose to or not. And it's always important to navigate these waters and find out the truth, the real truth, not the truth or their truth, but the real truth. So I'm calling this born into this because we're all born into this, right? Every one of us in some way, some of us more intensely than others, but nevertheless, we're born into this idea, which is totally and completely a hollow hoax. And it sets the scene for other hollow hoaxes to, fo to follow. So I was inspired to do this little piece based on uh, a post I made the other day over on the Vedic channel on uh, White Wellness or on Telegram rather. And unfortunately, I have some unsavory news in regards to my main Telegram channel, the White Wellness channel. It has been banned and it's not just banned in the application store, meaning that it's banned on the Google application. It's banned, period. I can still see it, but others are telling me they cannot or they're getting some type of notification that the channel has violated some rule. And I figured out this yesterday when I was fixing to post some things and while they weren't going through, I was thinking maybe it was a network error, but that wasn't the case. So unfortunately, the channel has been banned. I'm not exactly sure why. I could possibly think maybe it has to do with some of the trolls who I banned. There were some misogynists, some very unsavory trolls that I banned from the chat. Maybe it has to do with that. Maybe it has to do with a post that I had made um, the other day that used some language that I typically don't use. So maybe it's that as well. But as of now, the main channel is going to be the Vedic channel, which is really my favorite channel, to be, to be honest. And all of those posts are going to be forward to the White Wellness chat. Just wanted to share that with, with everybody. If you're wondering what happened, because I couldn't even send a message out on the main channel to notify people of that occurrence. So anyway, back to Born Into This. So I made this post the other day on the Vedic channel, and I was talking about the real forbidden fruit. And, you know, many of us that grow up in this society, whether we're Xian or not, it's not even about if we are or not. It's about undoing and reversing this miasmic onlay that affects, I would say, every one of us. So, of course, in the biblical context, we know the forbidden fruit is either the apple or, more geographically correct, the pomegranate, which, of course, Eve took. And that was, you know, the end of it all. You know, you ate fruit, you're bad, go fuck yourself, that type of thing. Not really a good start, right? So I did this little post where I showed a picture of a woman's reproductive cycle and the ovaries are actually eggs or apples rather they're being grasped by a snake so I figured this is this is the perfect picture we think about the serpent we think about the apple or like I said earlier the pomegranate anyway this is what the post says the real forbidden fruit we live in a world that promotes the idea that the blood of some emaciated man with key deficiency is somehow more powerful than the blood of life menstruation about as believable as a man birthing from 
a woman from his rib. And yeah, it is about believable as that. It's just like it's about as believable as a virus wafting through the air because it's, it's not real. It's inverted. Anything inverted couldn't be real because its basis is based on a lie, inversion. So it got me thinking about the blood of life and how we're always told that we have to take the blood of, uh, you know, of JC and that's going to cleanse us and all of this type of stuff and that we're born in this type of sin. And then it got me thinking about this thing in the Bible where they use the word filthy rags. And what does that refer to if you're not familiar with this? Without a washing or a cleansing of our blood, or of, of our, ourselves by the blood of the Savior, Jesus, we are yet in our sins and still wearing those, quote, filthy rags. The filthy rags we wear before we are cleansed with JC's blood is the excrement from the cesspool of sin we are born into. So this is the belief in Christianity, and it makes me think of in Judaism, which of course is the grandfather of Christianity, right? Just like it is for Islam. And it makes me think of what they say in the Talmud about every woman, whether she's Jewish or not, that doesn't even matter. Every woman is born into a state of nida, and nida translates into filth in Hebrew. And then it made me think about that ritual bath that many of them take, not just men, but women too. Women are told to take it after menstruation, um, after childbirth. There's many times when a woman's supposed to take that bath, and that bath is called a mikvah. And that's supposed to cleanse oneself from this filthiness, from the blood of life being filthy, which of course we can see that's an absolute inversion. That's like saying the soil is dirty or something soiled us. How could it be? It's not even possible. It doesn't even make sense. You'd have to be so removed from the natural world to believe anything like that. So all of this got me thinking about what has more power. Obviously, the blood of life has more power than some dude on a stick that hasn't eaten in a couple of years, who obviously, from the TCM perspective, is dealing with key deficiency, probably blood deficiency, um, spleen deficiency, um, yang deficiency, you know, all different types of deficiencies. It's really based on deficiency. It's definitely not excess or decadence to the slightest. But then again, there are other Talmudic religions that follow the Exian frame that are based on decadence, like transsexualism, for an example. So I keep on thinking about this filthy rag thing and the word nida and the word mikvah. And then I'm thinking that some people think that the Hebrew word for filthy doesn't just mean nida, it means menstrual flux. And that the Hebrew word for rags, meaning clothing or garment, and that conclude that filthy mags, rags rather, literally mean a garment that was soiled by the blood of life, menstrual blood, which of course in the Exian context is the blood of, of evil, right? The blood of her, she who ate from the garden, she who births in pain, you know, she who was bore from his rib. We can see again a lot of inversions, a lot of misogyny. All of this is root stuff considering what we're dealing with now in society. Some um, Bible fans even cite Leviticus, where it mentions that such menstrual blood defiles everything it comes in contact with. And even to this day in this society, not just men, but women in general, we have a fear of menstrual blood. We have to hide it, right? How many of you growing up, I'm talking to the women here, had to hide this? Maybe you got your cycle earlier than you 
thought you were going to get or expected and you hid this, right? Because we have this shame about it, not just the menstrual cycle, but shame about being a woman in general. And that's peak right now. You can see that with the TS agenda, completely peak. And of course, the reasons why a lot of young girls and boys are doing this terrible stuff to their body, I'm not going to use the word transition because you cannot transition. You can mutilate and be left something in between, something liminal, but you cannot transition. But that's the end game of this embarrassment. So we take something so sacred like blood, right? Like the menstrual cycle, like fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, menopause, all these iterations and seasons of a woman's life. And every one of them is sacred and they get the treatment of being full of embarrassment, full of shame, right? Ew, look at that blood. It's, it's a filthy rag. It's the blood of sin. You must be cleansed from this and you have to be cleansed by some guy who doesn't even look like he has any blood to give. It's, it's very unusual when you think about it this way. And then I'm thinking even further about this, and I'm thinking about what in uh, medicine is known as the pudendal nerve. And that's a nerve that connects the entire area of a woman's pelvic area, the inner labia, the outer labia, the clitoris, the mons pubis, which is the, the fatty area above, above the yoni. All of this is considered to be the pudendum in Latin. And there's also a pudendal nerve, which is a yonic nerve that goes all the way down to the yoni, down to that, that sacred area. And the word pudendal has its roots in the word shame. So it's almost like this entire inversion of our blood being filthy, even though our blood is the blood of life, and that sacred part of our body, which all of us come out of, even if we're a C-section baby, that's still where we essentially come out of. It's definitely where we come into this world, right? But we're being told that this is a shameful area. We can see how well this inversion has worked. It's worked very well because we live in a world that is a sea of misogyny. It's almost like you cannot see it until you can see it. And the same thing is true of the world's foremost problem. You cannot see it until you do see it. And then it's like having the they live spectacles. You can't take them off. You're you're seeing it, right? So some thoughts I'm having today about all of this and, and how this relates to just the world that we live in and how the sacredness of a woman's intrinsic power is to create life, right? And then we're told that this blood that creates the life for all of us, regardless of how we come into the world, we're told that this blood is, is a waste. We have to be cleansed of it by some guy who doesn't even have blood to spare and that this area of our body where the blood comes out is filled with shame. And now we wonder why so many women are basically rejecting womanhood, rejecting motherhood, rejecting femininity. It all goes back to this. Yes, this story is possibly two to 6,000 years old, but it laid the framework for what we have going on today. And we're all born into this, that's the problem. So now's the time for us to unwind and find a way out of this, no matter where we are in our life, what age we are, male or female, now is the time to bore ourselves out of this as opposed to remaining born into this. So that's all I have to say for this little clip. I hope you are doing well wherever you are in this big white world. And regarding the show, I'm probably gonna try to get it out tonight maybe or tomorrow. I've had very um, busy kind of liminal time in the last couple of weeks. So I've been more apt to do these little kind of uh, tidbit shows, but I know many of you love these shows anyway but that's just my schedule for the show. I have, have a lot going on, so you'll still be getting these little clips and enjoying that, um, but I just wanted to let everybody know that. All right, 
We will meet again soon. Satnam.